Hello and welcome to day 17 of our meditations on the school of Jesus crucified here on Avoiding Babylon. We are doing this, um, these are being released in Lent in 2023, so day 17, um, we are skipping Sunday. So that means with day 17 that we are nearing the halfway point of 20 days. So we're getting close. Well, close to halfway anyways. <laughs> um so uh, please like this video or podcast, whatever you're watching or listening to. And just so everyone knows, um, Avoiding Babylon is on YouTube, of course, as well as all the major audio podcasts, um, Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, and then we also are on Spiritus TV, which is a Catholic um, video hosting site, kind of like YouTube. And then we're also on Rumble and Odyssey. So feel free to check us out on all of those. Subscribe to us on all of those, please. Um, you can also catch our videos, for the most part, on Twitter. They're live-streamed, and they're also live-streamed on Facebook. And that's the other big news, kind of, is that we also now have a Facebook page. So check us out on, on Avoiding Babylon on Facebook as well, too. Anyway, so, um, so we're going to get going here. Um, day three, the video for day three does have prayers. If you wanted to say any, um, prayers to get yourself in a prayerful mindset before this, feel free to pause the video or audio, rewind, rewatch, re-listen, whatever you need to do. I do throw an image up on screen, static image. So there's nothing to watch as I read it, just listen and just, just meditate on today's aspect of the passion, which is. So today is day 17 overall, but day 14 of the meditations. And today, Jesus is presented before Herod. Meditation. Pilate, having heard that Jesus was from Galilee, which belonged to the jurisdiction of Herod, to escape judging his cause, sent him to that monarch, who was then dwelling in Jerusalem, that he might dispose of his sacred person as best suited him. Consider number one. In what manner Herod receives Jesus? The Jews are eager to conduct our blessed Lord to the house of Herod, because they hope that this barbarous king will pronounce sentence of death upon him, and they likewise exercise their ingenuity in finding out new modes of afflicting him with inhuman tortures during this his fourth most painful journey. Compassionate the Son of God under the new outrages, insults, and degradations to which he is exposed as he passes through the streets of Jerusalem. Herod, hearing of the approach of Jesus, rejoices and receives him on his arrival with feelings of hope, joy, and desire. But his joy is vain, for he rejoices solely at beholding a wonderful man in satisfying his curiosity, while he thinks but little of profiting by the presence of Christ for his soul's salvation. Thus it is that he sees him, speaks to him, and knows him not, but remains in his sins. Rejoice when God visits and speaks to you in prayer, but be attentive for your soul to profit by the visits of your Lord. The desires of Herod are barren and unproductive. He had long desired to see Jesus, and yet he had never sought him. He had already heard of the wonders wrought by his hand. He knew that the whole world was running after him, and yet he would not go a step to see Jesus and profit by his teaching. 
Many there are who resemble Herod, who desire to do penance, to be converted and to save their souls, but who never make a firm resolution and die before having begun the work of their conversion. The hope of Herod is impious. He hopes to see Jesus Christ work some miracle. He hopes to hear his teaching and to be gratified by his eloquence, not for his soul's sake, but to feed vanity and satisfy curiosity. Hence he is deceived in his expectations, and Jesus does not vouchsafe him a single word. Are you waiting for some miracle to be worked before you will resolve to love and serve God? God will not work one, and you will remain in sin. Number two, the deportment of Jesus toward Herod. Herod makes every effort to obtain some answer from Jesus. He questions him in various ways, urging and eagerly tempting him to speak. But Jesus is silent. And although he perceives that his silence will expose him to be treated as a fool or madman, that he, if he speaks, he will, on the contrary, be regarded as a wise man and please the prince. Still, he opens not his mouth and utters not a single word. He hears the high priests and scribes furiously maintaining their accusations against him, and still he is silent. Oh, how admirable, how instructive is the silence of Jesus! Herod is filled with pride and malice, and God holds converse only with the humble, the meek, and the simple. Herod is defiled with the sin of adultery, and God speaks not to sullied and impure souls. Seek then to be humble, and preserve the greatest purity of heart, if you wish to be in a state to hear the voice of God. Herod has never made any effort to see Jesus, although he might easily have done so. And now, Jesus refuses to speak to him. Such is the fate of all who despise the grace of God. By a just judgment it is refused them. Oh, how terrible a misfortune is the silence of God for a soul! How unhappy is that heart to which the Lord no longer speaks by his holy inspirations! Beware of rendering yourself unworthy of them, by turning a deaf ear to them, and by indulging your evil passions. Number three, Jesus is treated with scorn in the court of Herod. Herod, being offended at the silence of Jesus, and enraged at finding himself deceived in his expectations, begins to deride him word <clears throat> begins to deride him by word and gesture, and to treat him with scorn as a senseless, mad, deluded man. Behold, my soul, the depth of humiliation to which the Almighty Son of God is subjected, even to that of being publicly treated as a fool in madman. Understand now at least how great an evil thy pride must be, since, to effect its cure, a god has been obliged thus to humble himself. The high priests, soldiers, and people, following the example of Herod, emulate each other in despising Jesus Christ and laughing and scoffing at his ignominious position, and insulting and deriding the degradation of his sacred person. But in the meantime, our afflicted Redeemer, thus shamefully insulted by vile creatures, is silent and complains not. 
Truly, this is a miracle of patience worthy of a God. A like miracle has God so frequently wrought in your regard, when he has with infinite patience and mercy borne with your sins. Herod, who had so eagerly desired to behold Christ, now despises him, clothes him in a white robe, that so he may be openly recognized as a fool, and sends him back to Pilate. Accompany your blessed Lord with love and compassion through the, the crowded streets of the city. Everywhere, and by everyone is he shamefully outraged. There is not one to defend or assist him amid so many insults and sufferings. He is the author of wisdom, and yet rejoices in being treated as a fool, to teach me that true wisdom consists in despising the judgments of the world and in imitating his, his humility. The Fruit Begin at length in real earnest to love and serve God. You have lost time enough in offending Him. Place the greatest value on the graces and inspirations of our Lord. Your eternal salvation may depend upon your correspondence with or rejection of one single grace. Take for your rule of life not the maxims and opinions of the world, but the truths of the gospel and the example of Jesus Christ. The wisdom of the world is as folly before God, and the truly wise are those who are reputed as fools of the world. Example The lovers of Christ crucified are always most anxious to awaken a spirit of devotion to his sufferings in the hearts of men. Such, from earliest youth, was the fervent desire of St. Paul of the Cross, and having bound himself by vow to promote devotion to Christ crucified by every means in his power, he made it the principal object of all his thoughts, actions, journeys, spiritual exercises, missions, discourses, and writings. The very day of his death, being unable to speak, he took a little crucifix into his hand, and with his eyes fervently expressed the feelings of his heart, so as to make known to a gentleman who had come to visit him how the passion of Jesus Christ should be ever present to his mind, and to impress this still more strongly upon him, he gave him the little crucifix. You also may sometimes promote this devotion by a few pious words. That's it for the meditation for today. Tomorrow um, will be uh, Barabbas, preferred before Jesus. So this will go out live on Monday, March 13th. Um, these do not have to be listened to or watched for Lent. They are great year-round, so if you catch this at a later time or date, um, they are still uh, very useful meditations. And honestly, I, I, I really believe everyone, every Catholic, every Christian, really, should meditate on at least part of the Passion um, for a few minutes a day. So, so tomorrow we will um, continue further. And we are, like I said, we are coming up on the halfway point of Lent. So whatever um, penances you, or fasting or abstinence you may be doing, 
Um, now is the time to to double down and hit it even harder. So uh, thank you all once again for watching or listening. Like the video. Share it with as many people as you can. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Spiritus, uh, Odyssey, Rumble, and all the podcast apps. So thank you all. God bless, and I hope you have a good day.